Crude oil is crude. Natural gas is pure. That's why Pennzoil's base oil is made from natural gas, not crude. It gives you unbeatable engine protection. The proof is in the Pennzoil. Based on sequence 4A wear test using SAE 5W30. Pardon the interruption, but I'm Mike Wilbon. It's National Inventors Day, Tony. What are your favorite inventions? I'm Tony Kornheiser. Air conditioning, television, confetti poppers. You had to Whoa! With that. that was a pretty loud good. Noise. That was a really loud noise. That thing went a long way. Your favorite inventor? Uh, get it out of here. I don't want to... Hmm? Your favorite inventor? Thomas Edison. I mean, he's the only inventor that comes to mind right away. He was Washington Carver, shaving cream. I need uh, a lot of that. Yeah, I think I went to school with him. Yeah, that would be great. Welcome to PTI, boys and girls. <laughs> In today's episode of Pitcher Sues the Astros, Taysom Hill wants to get paid, and Mark Gastineau wants his sack record back. Wow. But we begin today with a new baseball playoff system, as first reported by the New York Post. Qualifying playoff teams would expand from 10 to 14, nearly half of all baseball teams. The division winner with the best record in either league would receive a bye. The other six teams in each league would play a best-of-three series, all games on the home field of the team with the better record. And a final wrinkle could have the second and third seeds in each league choosing the opponent they would play in a televised selection show. Wilbon, would these changes improve baseball's postseason? Tony, you know, I'm not a person who thinks that more is better. I don't want a game 17 or 18 in the NFL schedule. I don't think there should be any more. Enough, enough wild card teams. Let me tell you why I hate this. Because primarily you're looking at the, the number one seed being put at a disadvantage. And what the hell's the point of your regular season if you say to the team that won the regular season in each league, you sit around for a week. Baseball's a daily game. It's not football. Because if it was, they would just schedule in four or five off days all the time, and they never schedule more than one, That's and right. some of those not even months at a time. So, so no, I hate this. I don't think more is better, and I know why baseball feels it needs to do this, but you're asking me, I don't want to see any of this. I'm going to start by saying that I like Rob Manfred. I don't feel like Trevor Bauer, that he's a loser. I like the fact that he tries things. I agree with that. I am also going to say... Spirit of it. That I love the baseball playoffs now. I love this. I, I, I do. I don't want to see this many teams. In ba- then you end up with the NHL and the NBA where half or more than half of the teams get in. That's not but I culture. have a proposal. I would expand the wild card teams by one so that you now would have three wild card teams in each league and three division champions. Total of 12. Okay. Okay, 12 out of 30. Because I love the wild card format so much, and I do, one game, one game only, I I love that, I would have the last two wild card teams play each other, the winner would play the next wild card team, and then after that, then you have a, no you don't, like college football, sitting around for two days at the most, and then four, you get a final four in each league, and they play three out of five and four out of seven, Mm. and I don't want you to pick your opponent because I think that's haughty. The only thing that's what I would do. Sort of almost like is picking your opponent. No, it's haughty. I swear, again, I said sort of almost. Uh, okay, haughty. I mean, haughty. But too much is too much. When, when are you ever going to say enough? Be careful what you wish for. I, no, I would explain just by one. They would still have far less than, than half. I don't, I don't want any more than that, and I don't want two out of three all the time. You know what? Why don't they just go to the thing they've been talking about for years? Shorten the damn games. Get that right. They could do and that. by the way, Rob Manfred, I think, has it I right like on it. that and a lot of other things. I do. Just get that right. Shorten them to under four hours for an American League game. 
Let's stay with baseball and deal with the more reaction directed at the Houston Astros. Former Major League pitcher Mike Bolsinger is suing the Astros for unfair business practices, negligence, and intentional interference with contractual and economic relations. Bolsinger, as you probably guessed, got knocked around by the Astros. In this case, a 2017 game when he was pitching for Toronto and gave up four runs, four hits, three walks in a third of an inning and was sent down the next day. Dude never got back to the bigs, Tone. So do you find yourself compelled by the case he makes? So stay with me on this one. I like the spirit of what he's doing. He's out there on the mound. The Astros are banging the garbage can. They're tipping his pitches off. He's terrible. That's his last game in the majors ever. And and he's looking for cause and effect here. He's looking for revenge. That's right. Well, cause and effect. Big payback as James Brown once Big payback. So I like the spirit of this, but, and, and this is... This is why I don't think a judge is going to go for this. He's in the majors four years, Mike. He's got 41 starts. How he's about his ERA? 8 and 19 <laughs> with a 4.92 yeah. ERA. And in the year he gets sent down, he's 0 and 3 with a 5.49 so ERA. With the Astros so, following him around for a whole career with a so, thing to bang. So, so that's why I don't think no. he wins the case. No, he doesn't but I have like a case. It. No, I think he, he doesn't. Get, if we subtract the Astros, yeah. his record against all others, is he going to make the case that they're all guilty of what he's alleging the no, Astros? No, can't do that. Well, so what are we Astros talking about? Cousin. Well, I, I th- I People think, never want to be accountable for what they do. I think what this speaks to is probably a general feeling that the Astros cheated and nothing happened to the players. I understand the manager and the GM were going, nothing happened to the players. Here's a marginal player, and because the Astros cheated, something happened to him. Again, I don't think you win this lawsuit, but I think it cries out for baseball to do a little bit but more Tony, to the Astros. it also asks you to, to believe if you're, not that it's going to a jury, but if you were, it would ask you to believe that only the Astros were the cause of him never getting his job back in the bigs. And that those that the eight and I agree with seventeen. You. I agree with didn't you. Didn't count again. But but twelve of his twenty nine pitches, you could hear the can from from you Japan. Know what he should have done. He should have located on. the can, turned, and thrown a hundred mile per That's hour exactly fastball right. at the dude with the gong. I just like the huh? spirit. I like the spirit. Here's a story you're gonna love. <laughs> The ever-mouthy Joel Embiid is back back (laughs) on our show today because of the social media exchange with former teammate Jimmy Butler. Reacting to his self-made controversy over cursing and booing at Sixers fans, Embiid quoted a line from a Batman movie, quote, you either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Hashtag the process, unquote. Butler saw this, got revved up and shot back, quote, I know a place where villains are welcome, unquote, (laughs) clearly sowing seeds in Embiid's mind. And predictably, (laughs) your boy Embiid came back again with, quote, damn right, my brother, unquote. Wilbon, do you think Butler did this to show love to a friend or to undermine a rival? Do you understand why? First of all, as you know, Jimmy Butler's my favorite player in the NBA. I know. And Embiid's way up on the list because this is actually funny and smart. What you say, you forgive all four, by the way. So before you take off I forgive Jimmy Butler. No, I forget Jimmy Butler. I love this. This walked right up to tampering without doing it. No, it is tampering. It's not tampering. No, it's tampering. No, it's not. And and players shouldn't even be uh, accused of tampering. Because guys can whisper in each other's ear before the game, why don't you come play with me? So this is Let's understand something. This is junk. Let's understand something. I love this. And I agree with you that it's not tampering because it's a player. Yeah. 
But if an owner said this, an owner. he'd be fined $4 billion. Good. Then let him find him $4 billion. My position on Embiid is fairly clear. Shut up until you win something. <laughs> Leave me alone and shut up until you win something. I think this is very smart on Jimmy. Here's what Jimmy Butler's saying. Come play with me, right? Our fans are never going to boo you, and you don't have to play with Ben Simmons. Yeah, because that's time, smart. His fans ain't even there until the second quarter, and they're trying to get out to beat the traffic even in game six of a finals Miami game. Playoffs. So we know about the right. Miami no, fans. I understand. But they're lucky they got Jimmy Butler. And if Jimmy Butler can sow the seed, as you said, yeah, Joel Embiid's mind, fine. Because you know what? Philly right now, it looks like pretty soon they're all going to be on a raft trying to get the hell out of one of your favorite cities out of Philadelphia. Jimmy Butler is working this one. It, it, I give him credit. Huh? Let me ask you something. But Embiid, you think Pat Riley's going to tamp this down? No. No. Of course not. No. You shouldn't. No. Let's deal with this leftover story from Super Bowl week in which Saints third stringer, Taysom Hill, tells the AP that he thinks he's a franchise quarterback. He'll turn 30 in August, and he's thrown only 13 career passes, completed just six of them. That'd been nice in the 1930s. But Drew Brees is 41, and free agent Teddy Bridgewater is ahead of Hill on the depth chart, and he just went 5-0 and as a starter for the Saints. Tony, you're going to make Hill your franchise quarterback. If I owned an XFL team, I think I might, but not an NFL team. This is a smaller sample size than that reliever who's suing the Astros. Yeah. This guy's been in the league for X amount of time. Look, let's understand something. He's effective in his role. He's very effective in his role, but one of the reasons he's effective as a third down guy or a wide receiver or a wildcat or any of those things is because they have Drew Brees. And you have to plan for Drew Brees because he's a Hall of Famer. And Sean Payton understands quarterbacking, and he hasn't gone to Taysom Hill or Teddy Bridgewater, both of whom are pretty good, because he's got Drew Brees. So, no, I mean, I understand why Taysom Hill is saying, pay me, yes. somebody's got to pay me. Yes. But do I think he's a franchise quarterback based on what he's done and his age? No, I don't. No, I understand why he's drumming this up. Yeah. I mean, he's trying to get paid. I mean, I'm never going to object to a guy for trying to get paid. I'm not going to make him my franchise quarterback. There's a, there's a phrase that fits him perfectly. Stay in your lane. Not no. that he should feel he should stay in his lane. But if I'm running it, coaching it, GMing it, whatever... His lane is as a surprise alternative yeah. to Drew Brees. I am not That's his lane. On that team where Teddy Bridgewater was flawless this past year, if I have to keep one of those two... You're going to keep Teddy. Of course I'm going to keep Teddy. Yeah. He's proven in, in he the five games, games and play and yeah, play to sure, some volume. Sure, sure, five games, sure. a little bit more than I mean, look, passes. I like Taysom Hill. I do too. But in, in his lane. Franchise. In his lane. Rich Chimini of ESPN has a story that came from the land that time forgot. Mark Gassineau oh, don't even is try. apparently upset that Michael Strahan <laughs> eclipsed his single-season sack <laughs> record through the courtesy <laughs> of Brett Favre falling down in front of him almost 20 years ago. Gassineau says, quote, it's my record, and I want it to be known that it's my record, and it shouldn't have been cheapened like it was. It's a tarnished record, unquote. Wilbon, is this a legitimate claim to you? I've already screamed and hollered at a couple of stories today, and this is dumber than either of those two. The only reason Mark Gassineau's name is the news is because of this. That's right. Be- because of Michael Strahan. It's the only That's reason right. his name's in the news. That's right. So, so Mark, the, we don't know any NFL records. Do you know how many yards Emmitt Smith has? No. Touchdowns for no. Emmitt Smith no. or Jerry no. Rice? No. no. You know any of this stuff? No. Do you know how many no. yards that, that now, it's no. now Drew Brees, right? It's his record. Do you know how many I yards know. he's no. passed for? No. No. You don't know any of this stuff. And so, Gathano should be feel lucky. 
that we even have any idea that he's even the sack record holder before yeah. Strahan because of this. But no, he needs to go away, Mark Gasson. So I remember this play. I Me remember too. when Favre just dove on the ground yeah. and Strahan got this. Um, I didn't know Gasson held a record before, and I don't think anybody under the age of 30 has any idea who Mark Gasson is. 30? 40, maybe. 45. But I, do, I, under, I understand his Gasson feelings. Gasson retired Here's what's interesting years. about this. This is a Strahan quote about this. The sack record is phenomenal, but I almost feel like it's diminished because everyone says Brett Favre gave you a sack. It's not worth it, unquote. Here's what's true, Mike. Strahan won. He's in the Hall of Fame. More importantly, he's being paid by two networks. <laughs> two networks are paying this guy. He has won. I think if he wanted to be charitable, he could go out and say something like, but he just said it. you know, Mark Castle, you want the record, Mark? It's fine. Take the it record. It was very gracious. And then they he's both been gracious. Win. Yeah. So. And they both win now because Strahan yeah. has said this. And yeah. Gastineau, does Gastineau strike you as a guy who's ready to stop saying me, 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 me? Again, before we take a break, Two networks saying Michael Strahan. <laughs> Coming up, the Raptors have won 15 in a row. Is Kawhi's old team better than his new one? And does Alexander Ovechkin have an argument that he's a better goal scorer than Wayne Gretzky? Please. Can you count to two Please. on networks? Most Are people win by one. You jealous? Two for Strahan. Wow. Pardon the interruption is brought to you by Domino's. Try our new improved tracker with GPS-enabled delivery alerts. It is time for toss-up, and here's how it works. We both talk, and then I win. Yeah, yeah, What's first? Yeah. Toss-up, who's better, Kawhi's new team or his old team? So Kawhi's old team is terrific without him. He's the most impactful player of all last year. He's gone from that team. They've won 15 in a row. It strikes me as amazing. But if you ask me which team is better, I'm going to say the Clippers because they have Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. You know, and, and here's what I think. I know that their record isn't as good as Toronto's right now. But I honestly believe, Mike, that it is harder to incorporate new people, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, get along with than Al- it is to regroup if somebody is missing. But they're, both teams are terrific. That's interesting, Tony. I, look, I certainly, as a person who at the beginning of the year, not that you can really know, pick the Clippers to win, and I'll stay on that pick. That's right. And I'm projecting. That's great in May and June. But right now, the answer is the Toronto Raptors. Tony, what they've done without him, it's unthinkable. It's if amazing. anybody said, you're going to go out and do have a club record victory streak. Yeah, without you're going to win 15 in a row without him. Yeah. And they have so many people, Tony. One guy one night, one guy another no, night. True. Lowry You're the only person been in the United States of America who can actually name their starters. They I have done it. it. I, They've done it with a team. Yeah. Next. Unselfish. Toss up. They play each other tonight. Who's going further, the Celtics or the Rockets? So I don't particularly think that either team is going to go all that far. Really? I, I really can't see Boston beating Milwaukee. And I think there's a lot of teams in the West that could beat Houston. But I will say that sentimentally, I find myself rooting for Houston now that they've gone small. I think Mike D'Antoni is the perfect coach for that. And I can envision a circumstance in which you take 55 to 63s every night, you make 25, you score enough points to scare the traditional mm-hmm. teams in the I West. I get that. So, but you also have nights where you go 0 for 26. For that's three. right. And the Rockets. And then you lose. Oh, are they capable? Yeah, it happened last year in the playoffs or year before last. Yeah. So the answer is Celtics. The, the, Tony, since Kevin Durant's defection, the Rockets haven't done anything in the playoffs. And I see them losing right. in the first round. 
this year in the playoffs, first of all, they could finish sixth or seventh and have to play one of the L.A.'s or Denver or Utah, well, not and they're Durant's not as good. That was from Oklahoma City. That was not from Houston. Oh, no, no I'm, I'm sorry. I'm talking about Westbrook right. since yeah, yeah. Kevin Durant's defection from right, him. Right. Yeah. And so he right. and Harden, I know it's it looks great. I know that there's sentimentality out there yeah. now for people yeah. old as you yeah. who want to go Small back guys. to basketball when it's all 6'3 yeah, and yeah, under. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, Tony, the Celtics, they had to finish in fourth place to get the first place Milwaukee Bucks in the second round. They could finish higher than that and not get the Bucks right away. Answer further Boston. Next. Last one. Toss up. Better goal scorer. Alex Ovechkin or Wayne Gretzky? Okay, so let's understand something. Wayne Gretzky is the greatest hockey player to ever lace them up. And he has more goals than anybody else. At the moment, he has 894 goals. And Alexander Ovechkin has 698. If you want to make a case that Ovechkin is a better goal scorer, the case sort of goes like this. He cares much more about goals. He's only got... 570 assists. Gretzky's got 1,963 assists. It's just simply unbelievable. And you can say that Ovechkin has led the league in goals nine times, and Gretzky led the league in goals five times. My answer is Gretzky, but that's the case for Ovechkin. That's a nice case. It's wonderful, because he's made himself a terrific player, a great, great player, even greater in the second half he may catch of him. his career. And he could he catch, may him. catch him. Let me just mention the number of goals that Gretzky scored, okay, at, at a point in his career. 92 in a season, 87, 73, 71. When you get to fifth place, then you, have you get Alexander Ovechkin's best total. season of 65. He is Babe Ruth, all right? He is Wilt, and he is Jim Brown, Ale- uh, 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 Wayne Gretzky. He's, he's, he's magnanimous. He's gracious. He's yeah. gone out and said it's harder to score now, which he makes the case for Alexander Ovechkin. But Sounds great. Long, it's Wayne longevity Gretzky. Longevity does matter. In the end, the longevity of, of if Ovechkin scoring fifty goals at age thirty-seven, if he you're is, go, Whoa. if he is, yeah, that's it. Call me Victor Kornheiser. Let's take one last break, but still to come, why won't the Red Sox make a bigger commitment to Ron Renneke? And did Kristaps Porzingis deserve to get globe trotted? He did get globe trotted. So Gretzky is. He's just the best. He's the best. But scoring goals didn't matter to him the he way they mattered to Ovechkin. He could more per season yeah. if he wanted to. The, the assist total is... But the, all his totals. 92! Yeah. Gretzky, I mean, Ovechkin's not within 25 of that. Happy time, people. Happy 22nd birthday, Josh Jacobs. The Raiders' rookie running back had an outstanding season, gaining 1,100 yards, scoring seven touchdowns, Jacobs was taken from Alabama with one of the picks the Raiders got for Khalil Mack. You remember a Super Bowl ad Jacobs did in which he talked about being homeless as a child and using football as a way to give his life purpose. In fact, he was homeless in middle school. He was living in a car. His story, his purpose, the way he conducts himself in the wake of that, I'm sort of just in awe of it all. Yeah. Happy anniversary, Buster Douglas. On this day 30 years ago, the 42-to-1 underdog knocked out previously undefeated and undisputed heavyweight champion Mike Tyson in the Tokyo Dome. That fight was on television, not pay-per-view. I saw it. And to this day, I remember Tyson crawling around looking for his mouthpiece after Douglas knocked him down. That was the end of Tyson's invincibility. Douglas was champion for a brief time before going into the ring overweight in his next fight with Evander Holyfield, who knocked him out. How was it that next fight? I think that's the greatest upset of my lifetime. Of all sports. Well, wait. Liston, Clay. And then this. Huh? This you got to go Clay Liston. Maybe. Happy trails of a little to a little bit of Kristaps Porzingis' dignity. 
Watch as Porzingis drifts out to the right corner last night to pick up Utah's Boyan Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich is so thrilled to have this lanky scarecrow on him that he takes the ball, wraps it around Porzingis' leg before hitting a cutting Rudy Gobert for a big slam dunk. It is possible Porzingis did not know what happened until Porzingis saw this clip. This is two days in a row of highlights for Bogdanovich, who hit an impossible buzzer beater on Sunday against Houston. You know how much I like Utah. You do? You love Utah. These two teams play again on March 26th. And I will bet you now, Chris Stapps Porzingis, whose game is remodeled, he's come back from his injury. Yeah. You know, with Luca in there. Well, the kids he is going to well, okay. Okay. he is going to get his revenge on Utah on the 26th of March. Doncic not playing is a big deal. It is a big deal. That's a big that's deal. Right. Here we go to the big thing. Let's do it. The Red Sox named Ron Renicky as their interim manager. What does that mean? The tag apparently is there until the investigation of the Red Sox sign stealing concludes, whatever all that means. LSU hired Scott Linehan to replace Joe Brady as passing game coordinator. Does that make sense? He was a head coach in the NFL. Yeah. Now he's a passing coordinator at a college. Well, but, but yes, he needed come on, a college is more important Big time. than some pro football franchises. Number seven, Duke beat number eight, Florida State by five last night. Are you impressed? But the game in both teams was a nice, close, tight game. Yeah, I, I was impressed with, that, with all of it. Yeah. The Rocks' daughter, Simone Johnson, signed with the WWE. That's no surprise, right? This is the family business. Yeah. The Rocks' father was a wrestler. The Rocks' wife's father was a wrestler. This young woman is genetically disposed <laughs> to being a wrestler, and yeah, we, wish her, we wish her luck. Last one, fourth-ranked San Diego State goes for 25-0 and 0 tonight against New Mexico. Do you like their chances? Yeah, I thought this game was at the pit. It's not. They already beat them at the pit. And so yeah. now this game's a home, like your chances, big time. We're out of time. We will try and do better the next time. I'm Tony Kornheiser. I'm Mike Wilbon. Same time tomorrow, Knuckleheads. You can get the PTI podcast on the ESPN app or Apple Podcasts.